everyone, and welcome to Joe's Tango Podcast, where we hear from all types of fascinating tango professionals and community leaders. We hear about their experiences, their insights, and through that, we figure out ways to improve our own tango. I'm your host, Joe Yang. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back, all you returning listeners, and greetings to all you first-timers. Glad you're here. I'm back from Los Angeles and have returned to my more quiet recording environment. And my guests today are both professional dancers and musicians. One is a violinist and the other a pianist. They studied music at the University of Music and Performing Arts in Vienna, Austria, then immersed themselves in tango dance training in Buenos Aires. In 2013, they won first prize and the Viewer's Choice Award at the International Open Tango Salon Championship in Budapest, Hungary. They have toured the world to teach and perform, and at this moment in time, they are the only couple in the world that dances tango and plays tango music professionally. And with me now are Ludmila Sternikova and Pablo Fernandez Gomez. Yes. Hey, thank you so much for being here on the podcast. It's great to be talking to you. It's our pleasure to talk with you. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, yes, the the really, really interesting thing about both of you is that you are professional tango musicians and dancers as well, which is, I don't think anyone else in the world is doing that. So, uh, when you started out with, with music, was it tango music right away or was it classical it was actually classical music. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started playing. Ludmila started playing violin as she was when she was uh, five years old. Wow! And I started with four years old. So uh, we started actually classical music our whole life. Mm-hmm. And then when I moved to Vienna to study classical music, mm-hmm. we started trying with some tangos ah. because I danced tango already from Chile. Okay. Okay. Yes. So how about you, Ludmila? Did you start yes. off with, when did you start tango dancing? Uh, tango dancing, I started uh, with Pablo. Actually, um, I started dancing uh, salsa and I uh, had no partner and uh, Pablo helps uh, in the yes, classes. Yes, I helped uh, at the group lessons, yeah. that's how we met. Yeah. So it was around, around nine years ago when mm-hmm. Ludmila started dancing tango. Okay, yeah. okay. So what was it about tango uh, that really grabbed your attention? So I was playing piano in a youth orchestra in Chile, Mm -hmm. in the the, uh, Puerto Varas Philharmonic Orchestra, Mm -hmm. and uh, the conductor wanted to do something uh, very dynamic and interesting for the people during the concerts, Mm -hmm. and this idea was to play two tangos and two musicians to stand up, uh, stop playing, but start dancing tango. Hmm. So I thought, maybe this is going to be a good idea, very interesting for the people. Who wants to do that? And nobody wanted to do that. (laughs) I was 15 years old, and I thought, okay, I will do that. I don't care, because I'm curious about tango. Mm -hmm. So that's how I started uh, uh, when I was 15 years old. Wow. Wow. How about you, Ludmila? How did you fall in love with tango? Uh, she will yeah, answer in, yeah, in, in uh, German and I will translate yeah. this. Perfect. Also, ich habe angefangen Salsa zu tanzen mit mm-hmm. äh, mit Pablo und äh, einmal habe ich gesehen in, ta- in, in Salsa Stunden, dass er in, mit einem Mädchen etwas anderes tanzt. Okay. Yeah. So she says uh, she started dancing salsa because she wanted to try to dance something. Mm. Uh, she didn't know exactly what. So. She had no dance partner, and then I jumped in to help into the lessons, 
And after the group lessons, she saw that I practiced another dance with a with a partner, with a woman there. Mm. So she was very uh, curious about which dance is it. Okay. Yeah. Dann habe ich ein paar Schritte probiert und hat mir gefallen. Und die Idee war, dass wir zu dritt äh, üben uns und treffen und einfach äh, also probieren die Schritte. So the main idea was to to practice uh, to to teach her this partner and me to teach her how to dance tango. So she mm -hmm. tried a couple of steps, mm -hmm. and then we wanted to meet uh, with my uh, other partner to teach her. But actually, we didn't invite her, and we started dancing alone. Ah. <laughs> we started teaching her uh, nine years yes. ago. Okay, nice, nice. <laughs> Ja, also mhm. meine Frau kommt aus Deutschland. Ich spreche ein bisschen Deutsch. Meine Junge war, ich habe Deutsch studiert, aber leider ah. mein Deutsch ist nicht so ah. gut. Okay. Das ist schön. Ja, perfekt. Super. Das ist ja, nice. Ja, so ja. Ja, ich verstehe. Ja, ist okay. Ja, ist okay. Ja, ich war in Deutschland für zwei Wochen. Und ja, mit meiner Frau. Und ja, ich kann ein bisschen bei, ich kann ordern Food und ich kann ein bisschen verstehen. Das ist gut. Ja, das ist gut für unsere... Yeah, I think for our, for our view or for our listeners to be great to, for them for you to translate, but I can I can kind of understand. Great, okay, perfect. Yeah. So, what was your very first tango lesson like? Uh, we'll start with you, Pablo. Uh, my very first tango lesson was uh, I was after this lesson I couldn't sleep that night because I was uh, totally surprised about what's tango. I had no mm. idea about that. I never watched that before. And my teacher, he didn't tell me something about about uh, leading, following, something like that. It was mm -hmm. just look at this step and the basic step and try to do that and figure out how it works. Mm -hmm. So it was quite uh, kind of uh, developing this skill of of leading and, and and following. So I learned maybe just the basic step and ocho backwards. The very first lesson. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't sleep this night because I was trying to remember what the man does, how is the embrace, and what the woman dances too. So I want to learn also her steps mm -hmm. because the main goal of starting dancing tango was to perform mm -hmm. in the, during the concert of the orchestra. So I want to understand as soon as possible how it works so I can do a choreography and I can perform because mm -hmm. the, fir the first performance was supposed to be in two weeks. Yeah. Wow. So I had to be really Perfect. fast understanding that and making a choreography with very uh, few steps. Mm -hmm. So I didn't sleep that night and I was completely, completely surprised about tango. <laughs> it was an amazing feeling. Wow. How about you, Ludmila? How about your very first tango lesson? Uh, actually, I had no lessons, uh, mm -hmm. just dancing with Pablo, practicing with him. And then uh, very earlier we started to uh, to go uh, to the milongas. Mm. Yes, it was for me very different, and uh, I like it uh, very much. Um, atmosphere uh, there. Mm -hmm. um, and the and the milongas. Yeah, so the it was milonga, uh, yeah. another kind of yeah. learning. It was not really uh, attending lessons. Mm -hmm. It was more practicing with me. Yeah. I didn't want to teach. Actually, I danced already for four years when when I started teaching Ludmilla mm -hmm. and I didn't want to teach I did I just wanted to maybe perform dance, yeah. dance at the milongas go uh, be a good milonguero mm -hmm. and that was my goal uh, it was not my goal to be a professional dancer wow 
I started later mm-hmm. with this, but and I taught her because because I wanted to to practice with her, but it was not developing mm-hmm. teaching skills or pedagogic skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was not our goal. So it was only practicing and attending milongas, and that's the way how Ludmila learned. After that, we took private lessons. Of course, mm-hmm. we moved to Buenos Aires after living in Vienna in Austria. Mm-hmm. But the first time, just practicing together. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's great. It's kind of this organic way that everything came together. Oh, really yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. How about, uh, did you play tango music together for fun at first, or was that something you really set out to do? We played together, no. but not for fun. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to play, actually, tango. Mm. I was focused on classical music and as a solist, because yeah. I, I wanted to be a concertized, a concert pianist, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to play with other musicians. I, see. I wanted to play alone because that's what I did my whole life. Well, the youth orchestra in Chile was an exception, but uh, I didn't like to play chamber music or with orchestra with other mm. musicians. I didn't want to. I wanted to play alone, mm-hmm. give concerts alone, so I didn't want to play with Ludmila. And she <laughs> she had the idea to play some tangos together, so we, we tried with two or three pieces, but nothing else. I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. Then I gave up playing piano for two years. Mm. When I was, I think, 22 years old, mm-hmm. I gave up. Uh, we moved to Buenos Aires, and then we moved back to Europe, but this time to Berlin, not coming back to Vienna, but mm-hmm. Berlin. Mm-hmm. And I told Domila, you know, I have an amazing idea. We can maybe play two or three tangos together. And she said, oh, really? This was my idea uh-huh. already years ago. <laughs> so then we started playing together, and the, the main goal was to play only two or three, mm-hmm. just for fun, for yeah. the people uh, to dance to this music. <laughs> but some organizers said, okay, you know, it's very nice you playing three pieces, but the people want more. Do you have more? I said, no, I do have. <laughs> so then they wanted live music at the Milongas. Right. So my plan was not live music, it was only two pieces. Then I had to write new arrangements mm-hmm. for playing one hour or more than hour, one hour live music mm-hmm. at once. Yes. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted you to play more. The only That's kind of funny looking back. They only planned on playing for fun a few pieces and now... Look at you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So making the transition from classical music to tango music, how, how did that go? Was that difficult? Was it easy? I think for me it was a bit easier uh, because Ludmila had a very good instrument, a very mm-hmm. good violin from the beginning. Yeah. So she was accustomed to have a classical sound. Mm-hmm. For me it was different because I never had a good instrument to practice. Mm. So I was accustomed to another uh, another way of playing, another effect. You know, I was more rhythmical, mm-hmm. and I did. I never. I think I never developed really a, a beautiful classical sound mm. with the piano because I never had the right instrument to do that. So I didn't know how to do it. It was also difficult for me, and you can actually appreciate this difference. Mm-hmm. You can note this difference when you listen to our CDs. We have already two CDs. Yeah, and the first one is more. Classical, the arrangements are totally different. Are more like for concert and other other ones to to dance. Mm-hmm. And the second CD is almost only for dancing. So mm-hmm. thinking of dancers, how do they dance? How do they like to dance? And thinking about that, if I start playing the live music, I want the people 
to want to dance, to go on the dance floor and dance, mm-hmm. not just listen. So they must want to dance when they listen to me play. So there, there was a kind of transition during these four years. Okay. Nice. Nice. So for me, she said it's different for her uh, with classical music because classical music is very, very precise and the structures are also very very precise and so you don't have so much freedom to play and mm. in tango sometimes you wait longer you must listen a lot mm. what the other are doing and you don't need to just play your part like in an orchestra for example mm-hmm. you must communicate with other musicians much more mm-hmm. yeah das war für mich nicht so nicht so leicht und okay. auch also die interpretation also dass ich so viel freiheit habe also, and for the interpretation, mm-hmm. it was difficult for her to have so much freedom, for example, when she plays a solo. Mm-hmm. Yes. So she has so much freedom she was not accustomed to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So what are the, I guess, the challenges of playing for dancers versus for a seated audience? I think the challenge is more for me for the dancers. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure the, the audience they appreciate the music in different styles but the dancers mm-hmm. it's they are really picky with what they dance okay they need to to feel like kind of motivation to dance because if they know the recordings mm-hmm. they dance but to live music it's totally different they don't know how we will play they can't anticipate that much they can't predict mm-hmm. what is going to happen yeah so i try to motivate them at the very first time and present ourselves as Pablo and Ludmila as a danceable tango duo. Like mm-hmm. for, some, for example, when we start playing a tango vals tango that the people can dance to. Mm-hmm. So they understand in the very first moment they can dance to our music. So nice. this was more challenging mm-hmm. than playing for an audience, to play uh, to, for dancers. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Ludmila? Mm, for me, it's leichter für Tänzer. Leichter für Tänzer. Mm-hmm. Ja, weil also ich, äh, also die Arrangements sind sowieso schon so gemacht für Tanzen. Also einziges, was ich uns, äh, mich immer konzentriere, äh, Emotionen geben, dass, dass sie das äh, also äh, mit einem also mit äh, Herz tanzen können und dass sie das genießen die Musik. Mm. Mm. So it's, it's, it's more difficult for her to play uh, for an audience than for dancers. So for oh. dancers, she, yeah. she thinks it's, it's easier yeah. because as a um, Concert violinist Ludmila is accustomed to give a lot of expression while mm. playing, also because she had a, a very good instrument, so she knows how to get the sound that she imagines very well. So mm-hmm. she likes she likes a lot playing for dancers. She she thinks it's easier. I like more also to play for for dancers, mm-hmm. but for me it's more challenging. Aha, uh-huh. yeah, interesting. So when you play music together as a duo. Is it uh, is that a similar dynamic when you dance together as well? I would say it's different. Okay, <laughs> it's totally different because I say always I don't feel like a pianist. I feel like a dancer that plays piano. Okay. Actually, I, I play piano many years, mm-hmm. many more than, than dancing tango. But when we when we dance, it has a completely different different dynamic, and this is something it took some time. For me to understand mm-hmm. that it's really different because I was trying before to 
to do a show while I was playing the piano. Mm -hmm. I realized, no, 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 stop. I'm not doing a show when I play the piano. This is a this is sound. It's a musical performance. The mm -hmm. people, the most of the people, they are not looking at me when I play. Mm -hmm. They are dancing or they are listening to, but they don't look if I am moving or not. Mm -hmm. So it's like more internal. And I have to to focus on playing right to in, to to getting the the musical effects and not to move a lot, not to try to do a show for the people. And then when I dance, it's totally different because it's visual. Mm -hmm. and the people see me moving. Mm -hmm. Ja, für mich ist das auch so. Ich bin ja von, von Persönlichkeit ein bisschen ruhiger. Also das Spielen ist für mich äh, sozusagen eine Meditation und Tanzen ist so wie aufwachen. Also ja, so da ist plötzlich so viel Energie. So she says, for her it's different because her nature is like a very quiet personality. Exactly the opposite than me. So I am very hyperaktiv and and extrovert how do you say extrovert yeah yeah that's right extrovert and mm -hmm. it's exactly the opposite so when she plays the violin she feels like it's a meditation mm -hmm. and dancing it's like suddenly waking up and giving too much so much energy for the movement so it's mm -hmm. for her very very different situation mm. uh, but i enjoy both <laughs> she, ah. yeah. yeah i enjoy both <laughs> mm, nice, nice. Okay, so I want to switch a little bit to, to focus on your on your tango journey and learning. Mm -hmm. So, what was a bad tango dancing habit that you used to have, and how did you um, resolve it? We used to have many many problems with trying to get the perfect leading and following, mm -hmm. and our I think worst habits was to dance all move all the time so don't giving time to create dance that makes sense so mm -hmm. i was this was my problem i was moving all the time mm -hmm. and we had a lot of problems with our posture we didn't have a good posture mm -hmm. so then after we realized just because i read a comment mm -hmm. on facebook about about a dancer mm -hmm. i don't I, I don't remember mm -hmm. which dancer but this dancer said oh you uh, i remember your lessons because you always talked about very basic things like having a good posture. Mm -hmm. And then I, I thought, okay, maybe there's something I have to I have to focus on because no one told me that. Mm -hmm. No one, no teacher, never. So I thought, okay, I will focus now on posture. How is my posture? And I realized I didn't have a posture. And this was a very bad problem mm -hmm. that we solved, but it took like maybe one year of hard work to solve because a very tiny wrong movement can make you lose the posture. Mm -hmm. And if I am, as a man, I am not stable while dancing, then she has no support for mm. her dancing. So I realized the better posture, more stable I am, the better can I embrace, mm -hmm. the uh, more sure she feels I can lead better and I can also listen to the music better. Mm -hmm. So this was a very, very bad habit that I had to, I had to fix. Also für mich ist das gleiche, wenn ich keine gute uh, Haltung habe. Ich verstehe zum Beispiel die Signale nicht so gut. Mm -hmm. Das ist gemeinsame Arbeit. So she says, if she, it was the same for her, and she realized if she doesn't have a very good posture, she 
doesn't understand my signals. She doesn't understand my leading. Mm -hmm. So when she has a good posture, she understands immediately every movement I am doing. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I, I move, I try to lead her, and she doesn't understand. Ah. Yeah, these little basic things that just posture can make such a huge difference. Yes. Oh, yeah. So you travel to so many places to, to teach students. When, when you're traveling and working with a lot of tango students, what are some common bad habits that you see in other dance students? And, uh, and how do you fix them? <laughs> the bad habits they have is that they, well, first of all, mm -hmm. the, the, the posture of the most of them is not good. Mm -hmm. And it starts when they just approach. Uh, when they approach, the most of them, the, the men and the women, both, mm -hmm. they try to connect first the close side of the embrace. Mm -hmm. So the, the right side of the man, the left side of the woman, they try to connect this first. Mm -hmm. And then they go to the open side of the embrace, so they are not really dancing, they are not uh, creating the embrace in a parallel position. Okay. This is one of the most common problems, that we try to fix it Mm -hmm. As approaching, offering the hand first, the man offers the, the, the open side of the embrace, then they approach with the upper body, and then they adjust the close side of the embrace so there's nothing uh, unnatural mm. when doing that. Mm -hmm. so this is a very important point that we try to fix always. Mm -hmm. And then there's another big problem that they don't listen to the beat. They focus on the figure, mm -hmm. on the steps. How is the figure, the sequence, but they don't listen to the main beat. Mm -hmm. And actually, when you when you dance, the first connection that you have, in my mm -hmm. opinion, mm -hmm. before the embrace, is actually the music, the beat. Mm -hmm. And a very clear example is that if you imagine your partner and you dancing with headphones, Mm -hmm. Only with headphones, mm -hmm. but you're listening to tango vals and your partner is listening to milonga. Mm -hmm. It's not going to work. It doesn't matter how good is your technique, your leader, or following. If you are listening to a different music, it's not going to work. Yeah. So this is a very very important thing that people should take care of. Mm -hmm. Many technical problems are not really technical, but are rhythmical. Mm -hmm. So if they listen to the beat, just mm -hmm. listen to the beat. The leading and the following will improve amazingly mm -hmm. if they just listen exactly to the beat. Yeah. Uh, für mich zum Beispiel, wenn wir zusammen tanzen, dieses Konzept hat uh, total geändert meine Sicherheit uh, auf der Tanzfläche. Weil wenn wir gemeinsam hören den gleichen Beat, es kann nicht passieren, dass etwas schief geht, weil also wir verstehen uns miteinander. Also das ist so wie ein, also eine Sprache schon. So she says it's the same for her because that way she knows already where she should step or which idea I have of in which moment she should do the step because she's listening to the same beat. And then the mistakes or the problems that we had mm -hmm. uh, solved is itself mm -hmm. just because of listening to the beat. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I like that. How um, just really listening and... Don't try to do so much. Yeah, that was that was, that was definitely one of my problems when I was when I was younger. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, how do you both keep challenging yourselves with your with your dancing? Mm, we we like to well, I don't know if Ludmila. I like to do choreographies. Okay. So I love to do choreographies, mm -hmm. and I I'm trying to find a Pablo and Ludmila style. Mm -hmm. But it's so hard to do because I love trying new things. Mm -hmm. 
So I change what I do all the time, and it's very challenging for me, especially the end of the year, we normally have three or four performances in theaters in Germany, oh. and we are the only couple dancing. Mm-hmm. We, last, we dance to live music, like a tango concert, but we are the only dancing couple, and I do, I prepare around eight to ten choreographies mm-hmm. every time. Wow. And the challenge is to try to make all of them look different and not mm-hmm. the same. Yeah. So the people don't get bored. Mm-hmm. They see every time something different. So this is the challenge. How how far can I um, express and create? How creative can I do? Can I be doing different choreographies and keep it tango? Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes I could do a very creative choreography, but not dancing tango anymore. So. Right. How can I create new choreographies, always different, but always keeping the tango mm-hmm. dance, the tango uh, atmosphere? Mm-hmm. This is one of the things. And the other one is participating in championships <laughs> that we did. <laughs> that, that's what Ludmila wanted to say yeah. now. Mm-hmm. We did that uh, this year, this year 2019 in Germany, mm. in the Europe contest in Germany. Nice. It was very challenging because when you just perform, you know you are the only couple on mm-hmm. the dance floor performing at a milonga. But when you are on a championship, yeah. you have other couples right. giving best of their self mm-hmm. to get the to 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 get the prize mm-hmm. to be the winners. Yeah. So this is very very challenging. And this time we did all four categories: tango de pista, mm-hmm. milonga, and tango scenario two. Wow. And we got the third prize in Tango Scenario, nice. third prize in Tango Vals, and second in mm. Milonga. Okay. So this was very challenging. And always when we have time, we want to keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Also für mich, uh, Improvisation zum Beispiel, wenn wir sich vorbereitet haben für Meisterschaft, mm-hmm. war sehr wichtig, weil da haben wir angefangen auch uh, weiterentwickeln, uh, Umarmung, und die Grundsachen, die man, äh, wenn man Choreografie macht, hat man vielleicht nicht so viel Zeit, mhm. wieder zu, zu Basic-Sachen zurück und ähm, weiterentwickeln das Gefühl, also für mich äh, Follower-Gefühl, nicht? Ne? Ja. Mhm. So, she said, it was challenging to prepare for, uh, for the Tango Championship because that way you see how many things you still have to improve, mhm. you discover new things, you get better in your your technique you go back to basics mm-hmm. and start doing everything everything again yeah und choreografieren das war uh, anders für mich weil natürlich also wir haben angefangen choreografie zu machen nach uh, paar wochen zu tanzen wenn ich angefangen habe und jede choreografie war eine stufe weiter für mich also da haben wir yes, the choreography was also very challenging for her and it's still very challenging because every time we do a new choreography Mm-hmm. Uh, we do new things, and there are new challenges regarding yeah, yeah. speed, different steps that we never tried before, steps we were afraid of because we didn't think we can do it. Mm-hmm. But then I think if we if we do that, mm-hmm. well, now, now I am talking, not translating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when when, uh, when I feel okay, I'm afraid of doing that, mm-hmm. and I really like it if I do that in a choreography. Mm-hmm then I have no chance. I must get it. Mm-hmm. Nice. So it's every time one step farther. Yes. Yeah. 
every time one step far that's great i like that okay so i want to change gears a little bit to uh to some teaching questions so Mm -hmm. uh you both do online teaching what i think is is really fascinating uh Mm -hmm. so tell us a little bit about about your online teaching well our online teaching uh has different sections the the Mm -hmm. section where we have more videos is tango and uh, it's actually reviews Mm -hmm. of group lessons before that i did very short reviews, but nowadays I'm doing like five to six minutes review uh-huh. because I want to touch the most important points. Mm-hmm. And actually, if you if you watch the videos, the most of them mm-hmm. they repeat some basic patterns, some basic recommendations for the people. So there are some things that are uh, repeating all the time, mm-hmm. all the time because there are very important basic skills people should take mm-hmm. care of. Then we have also, besides tango, we have milonga, vals, women's technique, men's technique, and musicality, and mm-hmm. all musicality videos nice. are uh, made specially for, uh, to upload. They are not reviews mm-hmm. of lessons with people there. They are made, if you see, we change because we play our instruments, mm-hmm. then we are in another room. Now we do the videos with microphone. Before that was only the camera there. Mm-hmm. The, now I have an external microphone to do that. Mm-hmm. So it takes around 40 to 50 hours yeah. to produce a musicality video. Mm-hmm. That before was around seven minutes, and the last one musicality video about Fresedo mm-hmm. was around 12 minutes, I think. Mm-hmm. So this is something that people like a lot. Yeah. Now the last uh, musicality lesson we gave in um, in Saint Paul in Minnesota, mm-hmm. one of the students told me that some of our musicality videos, they have also the notes. Ah. So he can see how the melody moves, because mm-hmm. I wrote the notes. And he said he says, this is very useful for him because he's also a musician. Mm-hmm. So he knows that uh, how, how the melody is moving, and he can imagine how to do it with, with uh, his uh, steps. Yeah, yeah the online teaching, that's, that's really fun to, to watch yes. and to, to get into. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, do you also compose your own tango music? <laughs> I did. Mm. I did some some years ago, but I must say I'm not that creative when mm. I compose. I I always when I find a nice melody and I try to keep composing, I always end up composing something that's already composed. Uh. (laughs) I must say, I'm not really that creative when I Mm -hmm. compose, so I gave up doing that Mm -hmm. because I I get desperate doing that. Okay. lose my patience. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Ludmila? Have you ever tried composing your own tango music? Um, No, no, No. never, never, never. Okay, okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because that's something. Um, when I was talking to another musician, I was talking to Pablo Aslan, and he was saying, "Yeah, we really need people to write more danceable tango music, but it's hard. It's hard. I understand. It's, it's challenging." <laughs> so, all right. So, where do we find out about about you online? Well, we have different websites. Mm-hmm. The official website as Pablo and Ludmila as an artist tango dance couple in tango music duo. Mm-hmm. It's pabloiludmila.com e okay. is a, it's a y yes pabloiludmila.com then we have our online teaching mm-hmm. this is 
universitango.com mm -hmm. and it's for free. So right. every people can sign up and mm -hmm. get all the videos for free. Nice. And then also our fan page on Facebook. Okay. Pablo y Ludmila Tango. Okay. So there we post all our current information when we are on tour and so on. It's okay, great. Great, and I'll have all that information in our show notes so people will be able to look you up. And also, yeah, yeah, everyone, mm -hmm. please sign up for the Universitango. Universitango.com. Yeah. That's great. That's good. <laughs> all right. Well, Pablo and Ludmila, thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me. I know you're on tour. You're about to go back to Europe tomorrow, is it? Yes, yes. tomorrow. Wow. Wow. Long flight. Okay. Well, hey, I hope to meet you both in person sometime. Uh, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I come to Europe every once in a while, so uh, because of my wife, and uh, yeah, we should definitely okay, very good. So let us know when you're there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. So thank you, thank, thank you so much, and thank uh, yeah. All right. We'll keep in touch. Okay. Perfect. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you so much. Take care. Have a nice day. Bye bye. You too. Bye bye. Okay, that was fun, and it's great how skills and talents in other areas of our lives can elevate and enrich our tango journey. In the case of Pablo and Ludmila, they combined their music and tango skills and are now professionally proficient in both, which is great. And it was fun hearing about the organic process of how it all came together. I also appreciated what they said about listening to the music, how something as simple as stepping with the beat is so much more important than doing steps. And moving with the music doesn't mean you always have to be in motion. And when it comes to polishing our fundamental technique, I really liked what Pablo and Ludmila had to say about learning and executing more choreography. Learning choreography requires certain figures to be done at a certain time, and once they're executed, your form has to be perfect. And perfect form is based on a solid grasp of the basics. So if you want a surefire way to see which basics you need to improve on, learning choreography is a great way to go about doing it. So thank you again, Pablo and Ludmila, for telling us your story, sharing your thoughts, and for your time. And of course, a big thank you to all you listeners for tuning in. If you're enjoying the show, please take a quick moment to subscribe, and please leave a five-star rating and review if you haven't already. That helps out a lot. Okay, that's it for today. You've been listening to Joe's Tango Podcast. I'm Joe Yang, and I'll talk to you again soon. 